Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. And I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can make the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of Women Faith Plus Business. Super excited to have our guest today, Laurie Manns. Laurie A. Manns is a marketing and sales expert with extensive experience in the media industry. Manns is the founder and president of Quality Media Consultant Group, a business consultancy firm specializing in media, marketing, and sales strategies, helping entrepreneurs and business entities experience increased clients clientele, brand visibility, and more revenue. Known as a trailblazing business strategist, Lori's expertise and first passion is sales. She helps entrepreneurs, leaders, and small business owners to grow their brands and businesses by utilizing magnetic marketing strategies and soulful yet strategic sales solutions. Mans is the author of the acclaimed book, Divine Downloads, Loreology, 33 Lessons on Life, Love, and Leadership, released in October 2019. This book is a collection of 33 insightful revelations to help spiritual leaders and professionals pursue their purpose with power, passion, and perspective. Welcome to the podcast, Laurie. Hello, thank you for having me. Anything else you'd like to add to your amazing bio? No, I'm just a humble servant. So I will, I will leave it at that. I'm here to empower, inspire, and uplift anyone who is willing to listen about faith and business because that's what it takes. Amen. A humble servant. That's definitely a good addition to your bio. So this podcast is all about women, faith, plus business. And we all take kind of a leap of faith in starting our business. This is a faith journey. And so taking a leap of faith is the first thing that we really need to do. So what made you take a leap of faith to start your business? Well, I'll tell you very Honestly, I was not someone who started my business on my own, so to speak. I started my business because I had been downsized Mm -hmm. and I had been downsized from a company where I had spent 13 years in a marketing and account management role. And it was really a corporate downsizing, but in my heart, I knew it was because um, of personal issues with the uh, former management. And um, so I looked at it as if God had placed this um, movement in my life because I was not uh, ready to move because of the fact that I was making great money. Mm -hmm. And so when you're making multiple six figures in a corporate job and you have great benefits and you have um, (laughs) a flexible schedule, it's not always something that will um, force you to move when you know you need to. And Mm -hmm. so the downsizing came 
as a result, uh, I believe now in hindsight of God wanting me to move from yeah, that yeah. position. And so I wish I could say that I took the leap of faith when God had first put it in my heart to resign, which was two years prior to me being downsized, but I did not. I was, um, I was um, kind of like Jonah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Except for I didn't get I didn't have to be um, swallowed in the belly of a whale, but I did have to be moved and repositioned um, out of a situation in order for God to to let me see that it was time for him to use me in other areas and for me to also stretch my faith because, see, I really wish I had have moved because I wanted to, but I did not have the faith to do it. And so. Uh, what I would tell anybody now about making that leap of faith is that all you need is a mustard seed size of faith. You don't need to have a, a game plan for what you're going to do five, 10 years from now. You just need to have a mustard seed of faith and then let God put you in the place where he wants you to be. Yeah, I love that. I can so relate to your story. It's so similar to my story. I was downsized and then ended up taking a leap of faith after that. But I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So yeah, I definitely believe that downsizing is actually a blessing. And I always say that and I hear that in so many people's stories when I listen to their stories that they were laid off or downsized. It truly is a blessing to your path for your purpose, your purpose of being an entrepreneur and business owner. And one of the things that you said, said that stood out too was movement. You know, downsizing required your movement. You were kind of pushed out of the nest. You were forced right. because right. we can so be comfortable, especially when we're making good money in corporate America. Right. We were just comfortable. So that movement is required. That push is required. And that's exactly what downsizing does. Yes. So as we know, entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, this path is not easy. It's a lot of ups. It's a lot of downs. There's a lot of um, evolution. There's pivoting. There's changes. So I would love for you to share with the audience um, something that, you know, you've had to change or pivot in your business since you first started your business. Anything you feel led to share with the audience about changes? Well, one of the things for sure is that, as you grow as an entrepreneur, you'll realize that you have to kind of go from doing things um, in person to shifting to the digital space. Mm -hmm. So you have to master digital marketing and you have to master um, online advertising and just being able to shift in the world that we live in. When I first started my business 11 years ago, yes, online was important, internet was important, digital marketing was important, but um, every year since then, since 2010, the internet has just changed the game completely. And um, it's just grown and, and social media has just skyrocketed. And so for me, one of the things that, I had to really learn how to do was to shift my marketing to focus 80% online, as opposed to when I was first starting, it was all about getting out there, going to events, speaking, uh, networking, and um, making sure I was doing, you know, four to six networking events a month and, you know, memberships to this organization and that organization. And I was just out there constantly going, going, going. And then, you know, probably about three years, three or four years ago, 
things really started to shift. And then of course, in 2020, COVID happened and then boom, you really were required to pivot to, mm-hmm. you know, doing 80, 90% of your business online and making sure that you had digitally mastered, you know, converting that message to something that would be um, consumed on the internet. And so um, I think that's what entrepreneurs really need to focus on now is, is do you have your online brand um, basically just down pat? Like, are you really tight when it comes to what is your brand online? Are, are you searchable? Are you out there in the places where you need to be on the internet? All that kind of stuff. So that really needs to be a focus for any entrepreneur these days, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Definitely shifting and pivoting to that digital marketplace is important for all entrepreneurs and business owners. And as you mentioned, as we record this in 2020, it has been the biggest shift and pivot for a lot of business owners that were kind of like looking at the space and thinking, I need to do that, but they weren't really. With so much limited in-person happening now, knowing and understanding the digital space is important now more so than ever. So yeah, that is such an important pivot and shift for entrepreneurs and business owners, especially right now. So as a woman of faith in business, how would you say that faith has played a role in your particular business? Mm, um, A good question. Well, I would say that first and foremost, my faith is what has sustained me as an entrepreneur. That's number one. Um, because I'm of the belief that if you're going to survive these days, you have to have something beyond just um, a business plan. Definitely. (laughs) So um, for me, I'm, you know, just willing to say that, uh, you know, I consult with God about what I do in my business. I'm willing to call myself a spiritual entrepreneur I'm willing to say that I prefer to work with spiritual entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um, and faith has really helped me because um, I realized a long time ago that if I did not ask my heavenly father for guidance, mm-hmm. that I would truly waste a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And um, it's no fun when you realize that you could have been further along had you just, you know, done the due diligence of prayer and seeking God for his, his next best move for you. You know, Mm -hmm. what is it, Father God, that you would have me to do? What is it that you would have me to focus on this year in my business? And when I first started my business, even though I was, you know, um, a Christian, then it did not dawn on me to ask God for guidance. Mm. Um, I just, I was, I just assumed that he would guide me, <laughs> Right. you know, I just assumed like, God, you know, I love you. I mean, just tell me what to do. Give me some kind of sign. Right. Um, but I did not pray diligently uh, as I do now. And so when I realized that I had to um, invite him into my business, just like I invited God into my life, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, aha moment. Exactly. I have to actually invite you in. And when I began to invite God into my business, I got the kind of clients that I wanted to work with. Mm. And I got the kind of opportunities that I wanted to have. And um, I would go meet with clients uh, and corporations and government entities and get hired on the spot. Mm -hmm. And it it would just show me that, 
okay, if I just yield to and surrender to my heavenly father, that, you know, that is my secret weapon. And Mm -hmm. for anyone who believes in God and has a personal relationship with him, if you invite him into your business and invite him to, uh, you know, not really co-pilot, but be the pilot and and you get behind whatever he says, uh, you'll probably go a lot further and a lot faster. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Inviting God into your business. And it's crazy how as entrepreneurs and business owners, a lot of time as women of faith in business, we think we know the importance of inviting God in our lives, right? And praying over personal things and things that we're desiring personally. But I think we're almost like brainwashed by society to kind of separate faith and business. So then we don't necessarily click that we should be doing the same exact thing and inviting God into our business and making sure you're praying over everything that comes to your business. So I appreciate the fact that you said the importance of inviting and how you had to actually change your perspective and realize and see the difference when you do invite God into your business, how that impacts, you know, how you're able to get clients easier and how the ideal clients just start to show up because you're inviting God into your business. So that's super important. But you can be a woman of faith in business that prays and invites God in your business. But the reason why I reach out to certain people to be on the podcast is when I notice that they're open on their business platform about their faith. So being a woman of faith and praying and privately having faith that God is in your business is kind of different um, to a woman who's open about it and says on her platform, thank God, or, you know, glorifying God on her platform. So I'm always looking for women that are doing that. And everyone comes to decision to do that in different ways. Some people are like, oh, it's a part of me. It's the core of who I am. I had to show up that way. I couldn't exclude God on my business platform. And some people say, I, you know, to be honest, I struggled with it a little bit because I came from a corporate background and we're not used to being so open with faith on my, on a corporate background. So I'd love for you to share how you came to that conclusion that, you know, you wanted to be open on your business platform and actually talk about God and Jesus Christ on a business platform. Well, you know, it's interesting that you asked that question because uh, I did struggle with it when I first started my business. And um, I thought that I would turn off people who uh, were perhaps believers in Christ, but thought it was inappropriate to mix business with um, Christianity or religion or whatever they may believe in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I prayed about how to do that. And um, I, I never really got uh, an answer other than God's word says, if you would be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Uh, and, yeah. um, and I said, well, God, you know, I'm not ashamed. Uh-huh. And uh, basically in the prayer um, conversation, cause I talked to God, just like I talked to anybody else. And so I, I just was like, you know, I'm not ashamed of you. And then basically he would say, well, then tell him, uh-huh. you know, so, tell him. Uh-huh. And uh, so when I decided to um, begin telling people that God did it. And um, that's how I would open up uh, certain um, declarations and testimonies of what had happened to me in my business. I would always start the sentence with God did it. And, um, and it brings chills to me now because um, I wanted people to know that although I'm very smart, although I'm very talented, although I'm accomplished, 
Um, I can do nothing without God and I can do all things with God. And so I like to tell people that when something good happens to me, you might look at me and feel envious. You might look at me and feel who does she think she is? Uh But I want you to know that God did it because God's hands are on me and my life. And so I say that to um, the public or anybody who wants to hear because he did do it. God right. did do it. And if I, if I fail, I fail for a reason. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something he's trying to show me and teach mm-hmm. me. And if I win, it's his glory and his hand on me. So yeah. whatever I, I you know, have to deal with in my life or in my business, um, God's hand is on it. And so I came to that revelation of being willing to share because of my personal time with God and saying, okay, how do I do this? How do I tell people that, you know, I, I love you. How do I tell people that I serve you? And, um, it it just came to me, just tell them, tell them you love me, you know, tell them, tell them who I am to you and, um, give me the credit. And because in every er other area of my life, when something happens to me that I know I didn't do, I say Mm -hmm. to God be the glory. So, in my business, I began saying the same thing. And then people began reaching out to me and say, I love how you mm-hmm. um, give accolades to God. And I love how you show your spirituality. And that's when I was like, wow, people really did struggle with this like I did. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, I, I don't want to be a closet Christian. Christian. I don't want to be a closet believer And um, a lot of people struggle with it. I don't know if it was for my reasons of of not wanting to offend anyone. Mm -hmm. But then I thought about, you know, there are people out there who don't believe in in, uh, Christ and they don't believe in anything spiritual and they don't have any problems, you know, sharing that they're disbelieving. So, you know, my thing was, well, hey, you know, they don't have any problems sharing their disbelief. Why should I have any problems sharing my belief? And if it turns off anybody, then it's not meant for me to work with them in the first place. And um, so, you know, I had a a person who actually two in my time that were disbelievers and were atheists. atheists. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, um, I, I asked this person who reached out to me and said, you know, I, I'm an atheist. Would you want to work with me? And I said, well, I can tell you this. Um, I will not say I won't work with you, mm-hmm. but I will say that you may not want to work with me because mm-hmm. I do reference God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what I teach. And I reference mm-hmm. faith and spirituality and, and um, the genesis of of creation in, in what I teach. I said, so to me, mindset, attitude, and, and your faith plays a role in how you operate as a person and how you operate as a business owner. So, um, we can concluded basically that we wouldn't be a good fit. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I was good with that. <laughs> right. What's for you is for you. Right. 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 I was good. I was good with that. And I think this person was good with it as well. And we could, you know, agree to disagree. So I just knew for me, I could not any longer be a closet Christian on my public platforms. Mm -hmm. I had to let people know that um, I'm a God girl. 
Yeah, definitely. I agree. And giving God the credit, you know, I think that's so key. A lot of times, especially in the world that we live in, you know, people can feel like they're self-made. You know, you hear stories about self-made millionaires and self-made is all very much self and having pride. But when you're giving God the glory, you're glorifying him and giving him the credit. And people will look at that and say, wow, if God is doing that for her, then he can do the same thing for me. And I so agree with what you say about other people not caring on their platform, you know, other people who might even use terminology, um, which I don't necessarily agree with, like saying things like source or, you know, universe, you know, people will say other references and not necessarily say God or Jesus Christ, and they're fine with it. So why would we want to shy away from using God and Jesus Christ on our business platform? So I appreciate everything that you said and can relate to everything that you said, because it is so true. Yeah. everyone becomes a believer in different ways. Um, So I always love to hear about people's faith journey. Um, What was your journey like to become a Christian, to become a believer in Jesus Christ? What did that journey look like for you? Oh, it started uh, pretty much from birth. (laughs) My mother and father were both um, in the church. And so my dad was a pastor. Okay. And my mom... (laughs) my mom was a Bible teacher. So um, for me, it was a way of life. So, you know, when you grow up with parents who teach you about God as a child, you are indoctrinated into that. And even if you step away or, you know, do like the prodigal son and say, oh, I'm so tired of hearing about God, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, we all have that, you know, when you were raised as a um, kid in the church, you have that rebellious phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and I was no different. But from the standpoint of I always had a relationship with uh, God, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, when I became uh, a corporate executive and I was working in corporate America and was trying to decide if I was going to quit my job and become an entrepreneur, I was talking to God about it. And I knew he wanted me to to do it, Mm. but I was scared. I was so scared. And I, and and like I said, I didn't have the faith. And so the journey for me became in exercising my faith muscle Mm -hmm. and building my faith muscle. And the way that I built it is by, reading God's word, by reading the Bible, and by reading the type of spiritual books that would help me to build my faith and uh, help me to basically exercise my mental game. Because Mm -hmm. even as a Christian, a lot of people want to say that it's all about, you know, the spirituality aspect of it and, and your relationship with God. Yeah, it is that. But it is also about your mindset. It's also about the way that you think. And it's also about the way that you can control your thoughts and your mind and your attitude, because it really is true that what you think you become, Mm -hmm. and it has taken me all of my life to understand that that is really true in every sense of the word. And Mm -hmm. so my faith journey has been ongoing, is still ongoing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and, um, I'm not there yet. And for the rest of my life, I will be 
working and trying to improve and grow my faith beyond where it is every single day so that I'm better and better and better. Because see, God wants us to trust him. Mm-hmm. And many times we say we trust God, but see, we can't see God, we can feel God. Mm-hmm. And so the bottom line is, is your journey going to be um, marked by your faith, the blind faith that you have mm-hmm. in God? Or is it going to be marked by that maybe faith like it I'll 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 have faith or I'll trust you when or if you know and you put those conditions on God and you only trust and believe when or if he does what you want him to do and so that journey for me has been ongoing and it continues to be ongoing so I just believe that um it, it has to be something that you work on every single day yeah, definitely. It's a difference between like scary faith, like maybe God, I'm not sure. And risky faith, like, okay, I'm going to step out. I'm going to do this. You gave me a word. I don't see evidence of it, but I'm going to step forward and trust in you. So yeah. that scary faith or that actual, you know, risky faith, like I'm going to yeah. believe and trust in you. Definitely. This is a lifelong journey for sure. So one of the questions that I love to ask is how would you define the power of faith? Mm. I think the power of faith is something that can be mountain moving Mm. in your life. It can be transformational in your life and it can be um, pivotal in your life because the power of faith can mean different things to different people. But when you exercise faith, it becomes powerful to you and it manifests to you in different ways. Mm -hmm. So my faith could be powerful in um, all kinds of ways that manifest in my life. But to you, that wouldn't be faith. You know, Mm -hmm. to you, that would just be, oh, um, I I knew that was going to happen and I just believed it was going to happen and it, and and you wouldn't define it as faith. But for me, if it's something that I just truly struggled with and I had to really uh, dig deep and say, okay, I'm going to believe for this. I'm going to hope for it. I'm going to trust for it. I'm going to exercise it in my mind as already done. Then that is really, you know, a faith operation for me. And so I think the power of faith is relative, but it it can be something that is truly transformational and mountain moving because anything that you see as unattainable with your mm-hmm. own will or unreachable within your own might, but then you actually implement faith on it and you put some faith on it. And then on top of that, you do like uh, Tasha Cobb says and put some praise on it. Mm -hmm. Then you begin to move that mountain from wherever it is to where you don't need it to be anymore. So it becomes something that you can activate with with your faith just to transform a situation, transform a, a problem or whatever the case may be. So I think um, the words I would use to describe the power of faith is just transformational, um, mountain moving and, and, and powerful. 
Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, and I, I heard you say, but when you have belief, hope, and trust, you can transform or manifest anything. That yeah. really is where the power of faith, faith comes in. That belief, the hope, the trust, and knowing that you can transform this situation, whatever the situation may be, because of the power of faith, or you can manifest something yeah. because of that power of faith. So that's definitely powerful. Now, of course, this podcast is all about faith and business. So the next question is, how would you define the power of business? Oh, gosh, that is so um, profound, because business is a subject that encapsulates a lot. So of course, in the United States of America, and anywhere across the world, business is about Uh, selling your products and services for um, a profit. And uh, it's free enterprise, right? You sell something, you make money. Mm -hmm. And so the power of business is a beautiful thing in America, especially because when you sell something, you have the ability to earn money from it and then operate in that vein for as long as you want to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having the ability to be a business owner and, you know, participate in free enterprise and um, basically create your own uh, salary, create your own uh, opportunity, create your own business, that's huge. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just believe the power of business is tremendous because uh, if you do not want to work for a company, a corporation, or the government, or whatever, you have the opportunity in this country to build a business, work for yourself, and lead a freedom lifestyle if that's what you want to do. So I think the power of business is infinite. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And you also talked about the ability to create. So business gives us the ability to create in the marketplace. And that can be so powerful. So, so many awesome nuggets, Lori. I appreciate you being on the podcast. If someone would like to get to know a little bit more about you and the work that you do in the world, what would be the best way for them to connect with you? Well, I would love for them to reach out through our website, which is qualitymediaconsultants.com. Again, that's qualitymediaconsultants.com. And I'm all over social media. And my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is at I am Lori Mans. And you can find me on any of those social media platforms and also LinkedIn at Lori Mans. And just connect and send me a message and say you heard me on this awesome podcast. Awesome, awesome. Definitely connect with Lori on her website or social media. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Lori. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episodes or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract your ideal clients so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL 
to 31996.